Rough Talk VR. Welcome to another episode of Rough Talk VR, a weekly podcast with in-depth game reviews, exclusive developer interviews, and the latest Oculus Quest news. We join our hosts D Scruffles and Stratus2K1 today as they spend another episode breaking down and discussing the Oculus Quest virtual reality world. Hey guys, welcome to this episode of Rough Talk VR. Today we're coming at you with a uh, a classic classic series of movies dear to my heart man yep uh i mean to me it's like how do you not love star wars but you know i get it there's some people who don't but anyway we're talking about star wars tales of galaxy's edge and the dlc last call uh this game is made by developer ilmx lab and published by disney electric content inc but if you watch the credits and everything there's a a lot of different studios who worked on it including oculus studios yeah the lucas name thrown on there of course yeah i think if they were to list every little studio and thing that helped on no i'm i'm not gonna lie the credits for this were some of the largest i've seen for a vr game Mm -hmm. i mean we've talked to studios that you know maybe the biggest so far just about 100 and there's easily like almost 300 names that roll by on those credits of people that worked on this oh yeah it's like, holy shit, this was like a big, big project. Even down to the or- orchestra, which, you know, the music in Star Wars, any Star Wars game, movie, anything is huge. And they they knocked it out of the park, but you look through the credits and there's a lot of different orchestras that worked on it. Yeah, no, the music score to me was going to be an important part because if you want that overall real Star Wars, and you mentioned it, the music is a huge factor in uh, the movies and that was one of the first things I, I thought of while I was playing it was the music score for this is just un-freaking believable. Yeah, they, they really knocked it out of the park. So this game's going to come down to basically one core fundamental thing, in my opinion. If you like Star Wars, this is going to be a good game. <laughs> it won't matter. Yeah, to get, that's how it is for me, at least. You know, uh, If you don't like Star Wars, this probably isn't going to be the game that gets you into into that series you know no i and nor is it gonna feel like what's in the game is worth it to you if you don't really care about star wars but if you're a star wars fan you've grown up with it you know to me this is an experience that's worth it no this is something i mean i was born in 70 so the obviously i was part of the the first movie coming out that dropped and the excitement and what that offered was like you always wanted more you know, you always want to touch a lightsaber in real life or you wanted to be as in-depth as you could, but you couldn't, you know? So you were, you know, you had your little figures and your laser guns and toys and shit they sold. You keep in mind, that was eight. And um, this game lets you kind of fill, fulfill a, 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 a void, a piece of you that when, you know, especially if you, you're like older, like, you know, you wanted to get it, you wanted more. Mm-hmm. And there's some classic uh star wars names in this like there's c3po r2d2 thank god there's yoda Yoda, and it's like to go face to face with yoda which to go face to face with yoda you got to get on one knee you know you got to get down to his his height they do a good job making him a little you don't fight yoda no 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 he's just (laughs) but just like looking at him it's like wow they did i I took pictures of certain i got one of r2 and c3po towards one of the the, the what was for me the final mission mm-hmm. or one of the final missions and then yoda i took a bunch of but i did that i got down on my knees and <laughs> looked him in his little yoda face and i looked at the detail they put into him and when yoda was turning around and walking away 
you look at the the bat, what would be our heels on our feet? You know, he's got like the little toenail toe coming out the back of his foot. I mean, it's just graphic. I mean, it to me it was in taking aside everything else, and you know, like it being a game and all that. Just the experience of being a Star Wars fan and being that immersed into the experience of Star Wars. Because no, no, no game has ever brought me that in depth. Yeah, you sounded like, because we party chat a lot, even for single player games. If we're both playing a single player game, you know, we're probably chat, see how we're, we're feeling about similar experiences. And man, both of us sounded like little kids playing this game. When you, I remember the first time you saw Yoda <laughs> on party chat, you were like, oh, my, like, dude, you were freaking out. Yeah. That, and part of it's because the graphics are so good. Like the care for being on the quest too, the character models, the environments. Never even crossed my mind that. It's a quest too, like little mobile. No, no man, it's so beautiful. And uh, so we kind of skipped ahead and everything. As you can tell, we're both Star Wars fans. So this is a game, you know, we probably, yeah, we probably I've, I've enjoyed. I've been a Star Wars fan since I was eight, eight, nine years old. So yeah. it's like, yeah, I'm excited, yeah. you know. So <laughs> ex- lie. Excuse our excitement on this one will, will be yeah. what I say. But so it, the ratings, is so, that what we skipped over? Uh, we also skipped over the developer, the price. We skipped over everything. Nonetheless. So no, the, you said the developer. Uh, oh, sure. Okay. Uh, so... It, it is twenty four ninety nine on the official Oculus Quest store, but there's also a DLC that is must own. The game without yeah, the DLC is not a game. Don't think of this as twenty four ninety nine. This yeah, is it, the, you have to get the DLC with it, or you're going to be an angry consumer. Yeah, so it's not a full game without the DLC. So it's twenty four ninety nine for the base game, and the DLC is nine ninety nine, and it's currently rocking a four point one overall on the official Oculus Quest store. With 3,953 reviews and 2,081 written reviews. And here's the thing. Yeah. We, we were checking the reviews to, you know, write this down. And you you pulled them up. And then I pulled them up, I don't know, two minutes later. And the numbers were already higher. Yep. So it seems not only that this is a game that people are still buying constantly, but they're, they're reviewing it to the extent that within two minutes, the numbers changed. Yeah, and I... I mean, the the history of it, sadly, was, you know, they released the game without the DLC. Back in November of 2020, November 19th. And it didn't necessarily sit well with everyone because it was short. It was real short, and there were, seemed like something was missing. It's like, you know, they got 8% of one stars, and I think it mainly goes back to that time. Yeah, but if you look at all the... Anything that's been reviewed since the DLC, other than somebody who seemed to have a problem installing it, um, seemed to be very positive. Mm-hmm. It's it's actually completed the game. Yeah, which I will say, full disclosure, mm-hmm. even with the DLC, mm-hmm. one could make an argument that it's still short. I would. Yeah, absolutely. Would. But no, it feels would, like a complete game. I would say five to six hours mm-hmm. Yeah, from I, start to finish. Yep. Depending on your play style, you could speed run it because there's a lot of areas that you don't have to explore, but there's like more, mm-hmm. you know, loot I mean, and stuff. And because you got missions, you got story type mm-hmm. things going on. You got the challenges. You know, of course, like every game's got challenges. So after you finish the game, hey, you know, if you didn't complete all these little challenges, you can do that. But it's essentially the same. Yeah. Know. So even with the DLC, one could make the argument that it's still short. I would make that argument, but. Because it's Star Wars, in my opinion, you can kind of get away with it a little bit more. If it wasn't Star Wars, if this just came out and it was some new 
new IP that's you know never existed before, you got six hours of content out of it. Yeah, you'd probably be like, man. But there also probably wouldn't be you know four hundred people working on it like you saw in the credits. I am. Um, however, you know, I exaggerate a little bit with that number, but there was a lot of people. I came up with a pretty easy justification for it though, because I I'll be the first to admit, yeah, you know, I mean, I wish it was longer. I wish there was more. Um, I don't want it to end, you know, yada yada yada. But so let's say it took me six hours to complete it. You know, what would it have cost me to watch three movies in a movie theater? Mm-hmm. Probably a lot more than what I paid for. Especially counting snackies and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't even count that. <laughs> you know, I don't want to get down that. You're right. So, I mean, if if you picked up six hours of visual content that you sat in line and paid for, mm-hmm. you, you got your money's worth. So at least with this, you own it at the end of the day. And it's, well, and incomparable to a movie too, because, you know, this is a complete immersive experience and it's a game. You're in it. You know, we haven't really emphasized this yet, which, you know, we'll we'll get to to pretty much everything about this throughout this episode, but this is an open world game, basically like, Eh, I'm going to argue that. Well, not open world in the sense of, you're not free from nothing. Well, it's, it's linear, but you can go travel anywhere in the world at any time. Yeah, Besides, unless you, you know, bef- until you discover them. When I, kind of like we said with Sandbox, if I see open world, I just assume I can go and walk around anywhere and do anything. And you, you only have like certain areas you can actually go to. Once you're there, yeah, you can, but you're never going to go farther than that. You know, it's like. Uh, it, well, every open world game has a, a limit of map Where area. GTA is. You yeah, know. but there's, I, I'd argue it's open world because there, there's right. a lot of lot We'll of let different... people decide on that, but <laughs> I won't, I will not use the word open world with this game. Uh, so nonetheless, there's, there's different areas you can, you can travel to. Yeah. And in each area, it's. A world. World. Uh, 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 Somewhere in, in the, the Star Wars universe there. Yeah, what. Where I think your hesitancy with open world comes in is you're not going to go into these areas and there's not going to be little side quests and random people to talk to and like different interactive things. In each little environment, there's pretty much just enemies to kill, loot to find, and your mission checkpoint. Yeah. Or you could go back there and just kill people and loot more and find, you know, your your extra missions. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you know, I I can see your hesitancy on the open world. I'm old school, man. You know, (laughs) you start dumbing down the term open world then it's going to change and then like games like fallout you know that's that's open world yeah Yeah. but here's the thing it's like so i grew you know i love knights of the old republic that's absolutely an open world game but that is yeah it's absolutely open world no 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 question and that's very similar in that sense a the game the game ends when it's over so you can't even keep playing it when it's done every map area has a, a very limited no, I mean, I'll Travel give you that. It's just so when it's, I hear open world, I might it's bring... Not, it's not GTA-style open world with a whole I fucking world alive. and vast, not, yeah. you know, to me, they're just mission yeah. areas. Yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> just, so, you know, you go to you go to Batu. it's okay, like so, you're going to so do you have, a mission. you have main quests, mm-hmm. you have some side quests. Yeah, you have some challenges. Some extra challenges, and then some things that they call tales. Yep. So you can kind of do those in your own order as well. You don't have to do example uh all the tales first or the main quest first or the dlc first you can kind of do them in your own order as well yeah i did so them it's not exactly they... linear in that sense either i'd argue i'd argue it's open world um i did mine however they threw them at me and i was shocked when we had started playing and i was like what what mission are you on and you told me and i'm like well that's weird i don't even have that one yet how the hell are you 
mm-hmm. how are you even doing that one? And then, um, so I just did them in whatever order they popped up in. Yeah. So what I did when I played it is I did the whole main quest first, and then I did the tales, and then I did the DLC. DLC. And then there was the last tale. So yeah. tales are basically, oh man, in in this game you play as an unnamed droid repair to- uh, technician that's like hovering above Batu in the outer rim. And you're, you know, you're smuggling some cargo, some shit goes down, your shit gets shot down, you're getting chased by pirates. I don't want to spoil too much. I don't want to spoil too much. Yeah, don't plot it too much. Uh, but you basically crash land on a planet, Batu, and then you enter a cantina. Uh, that's where you get your missions. And there's this big guy named Seaslack, who's, who's the shit. Seaslack's awesome. He's funny. It's like typical Star Wars corny humor. In his cantina, there's a jukebox that you can fix that has ah, plastic. Uh, oh yeah, that, yes, you can. What? That's a that's a challenge. Yep. You just spoiled it for somebody. Uh, if you haven't done it, you know. Okay, I apologize. Now you know how. Okay. It's I'm all so- good. I'm sorry. Well, I didn't tell them how to repair it, though, but you no. got to repair it. It's pretty straightforward. <laughs> you get that that request. Um, but Seaslack will be the one that introduces you to what they call tales. So tales are stories that aren't played as the droid repair technician there's two tales that are as a jedi this uh this girl named addy you know the first parts i won't give any more spoilers stratus is gonna slap me if i do one more so <laughs> two two of the stories are with addy uh and then one of the stories you play as a assassin droid ia88 which is one of the most badass elements of the game but the tales are completely different gameplay styles as well. Like exa- exactly that. One year a Jedi, one year a droid. It's it's very cool how they they change the the gameplay aspect of it. I know you loved IA eighty eight a lot. You've actually gone back and replayed that one, even. Oh yeah, no, it, it was just a change of pace from the. You know, I didn't expect it. Mm-hmm. So, it you know it, just the way they put it together, you feel huge. Yeah, and. It's weird because you're just looking through your visor as a droid, and it's like I guess you, either the person you're talking to is, but you're huge, and it you roll so smooth. Yeah, and man, you feel like a you feel like an an assassin droid when you're playing this. It's my favorite level. Yeah, especially you know the gameplay is one thing because it, it's it's the gameplay is completely, locked on freaking guns. Yeah, <laughs> normally when you're playing as the the unnamed droid repair technician. Uh, it's it's a shooter. You know, you, you aim and you shoot, just like any VR shooter. Nothing special, different, anything like that. Just just shoot. But when you're the droid, it, like, locks on to people, and you just fire the trigger, and, oh, man, it's just... Get to if, see your assassin droid arms for a second. Yeah. You no, know, that, that is absolutely my favorite. And there's just something about it that feels like... Well, what I, what I love about that mission is because uh, the dialogue in it. I love Star Wars droid, oh, droid dialogue. Humor. Yeah, it's so like <laughs> blunt and it's such dry humor. They 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 knocked it out of the, fu- the park. I call it the, the Mister the Mister Spock humor. Yeah, <laughs> just that pure logic humor. It's yep. funny. Yep, they did they did a great job with it. Uh, so yeah, you have your tales that you get through Seaslack, uh, and then you have your main quest, and then you have the DLC quest. So what happens is the DLC quest, if you've started up a new save and you've not already beaten the game before you bought the dlc you get the dlc quest like in your list midway through your first mission of the main quest so i remember receiving the quest and it changed my active mission to the dlc it was like head back to the cantina and i was like wait it was telling me to to keep exploring there so then i i changed in my 
journal mm. my active mission back to my main quest and then not five minutes later i hear you like oh i head back to the canteen i was like oh yeah so i can see how it, you it instantly you went into, to yeah the dlc uh it didn't kill the the nope. storyline or play at all i think you thought that you did it how it was supposed to be done yeah because when you found out that i wasn't doing the d like the, the those order nope. missions you were like wait what's going on nope i was totally confused how we're yeah so i don't want to use the word non-linear either because the game goes one way like the, the story is one thing it's a non-linear is not a good word but you don't have to do the missions in specific specific order, order. no you can kind of hop around a little bit you can do a little bit of the main quest, do a, maybe do a DLC, you know, spend some time in the, the tales, go back to the main quest. Me, I, I went, like I said, main quest, tales, and then DLC. DLC. Yeah. No, I don't. And it's funny because I don't think either one of us walked away with like, oh, my story felt weird. No, or, it flowed very, very well. Yeah. So however they're able to pull that off. I mean, I mean, I guess at the end of the day, it's the end result that matters. So mm-hmm. they tied it up good. No, yeah. and it does... And I'm not trying to to be a bully with the don't give spoilers, but there's a no, lot of little yeah. there's a lot of little shit that they have you doing. Hey, look, let's be real. Yeah. The game's not highlighted by the the gameplay aspect as the, the droid repair technician. The game's highlighted by the fact that it's Star Wars and it's actually a pretty good story. Yeah. So if I go out and spoil the story, yeah. I'm kind of giving away a good part of the the enjoyment of the game. So I in a, in a game like this, I think it's very big to not spoil the story. <laughs> What's funny is I. Since you already talked about that one, um, I did that one just out of instinct. Mm-hmm. Before you even got the... Before I even knew there was a, it was a challenge. Yeah. I was like, oh, well, well let me take care of this problem. Yeah. Now, the, the game rewards you for doing, you know, like, you kill shit, scrap falls, or the weapon falls. They don't really have a reload system in this game. It's like your game has... Your gun has to be vented if you shoot it too much. Yeah, which is basically just don't shoot it anymore. Or no, there's a, yeah, a little, little pullback. Cute, cock it back. And you'll hear the air release out of it. A little, you know, similar mechanics to the traditional reload, no, it, but their own little, you know, what you'd expect, I guess. In the shooting aspect, they didn't bring anything too revolutionary, but it's fun. Mm-hmm. It works. So the the gameplay as the, the repair technician is pretty cool because, you know, you have your holsters. So you can hold guns, and you are not married to any weapon in this game. Mm-mm. Don't have any artificial. You find it, it's yours. Yeah. Well, not not only that. Every game, every gun has a finite amount of ammo, and you don't find more ammo for that gun. You just drop the gun and pick up a new one. So like, <laughs> you'll just have like the a machine gun. You know, you'll get like, I'll kill somebody else who has a machine gun. I'll look. I'll be like, man, my gun's at half ammo. I'll throw that gun away. Oh, pick yeah. up a new one. And you can. They got some upgrades that you can do to your repair droid that you know give you extra holsters on your back so you yeah. can put or not to your repair guns. droid but to your technician you mean yeah, your, technician. Your, your droid repair Sorry. technician yeah yeah and, that um, give you extra holsters and then you have a jetpack so yeah. you can get an upgrade that lets you go even higher with the jetpack move around move around uh and then all these things will be important especially if you want to complete all the the little mini challenges yeah you need to use your your jetpack for the story to get to different different spots so yeah the gameplay with the to technician you have your guns again shooting in this game very very simple then you have this tool in the middle of your belt that's actually really freaking cool there's like one one spot of it's for turning screws then you flick the the analog stick and one spot of it's for you know burning things and then then the other spots for electricity and this is crucial for either the story and also for 
just exploring and getting loot, there'll be mm-hmm. like these like loot boxes. In order to access access them, you have to use your tool and do. In some cases, it's pretty straightforward. Just unscrew. In some cases, there's a mini little puzzle. I guess you could yeah, say. Yeah, those but, mini puzzles were kind of cool. Yeah, they're fun, and there's a wide variety of them as the story goes too. It's not like the same puzzle the whole way through. So you know that that little tool is is pretty cool. And then also on your left wrist, when you're the re- repair technician, you have three buttons. There's one that's for intercoms. So it'll beep, you know, you're getting a call, you've got to press it. And a little then, hologram message pops up. Yep. Yeah. So it's it's cool. There's one, another button that lets you scan. So there's a lot of items, objects, you know, seeing things throughout the, the world that you have to scan. And then you get a journal entry for it. And that kind of goes to the challenges. The challenges will be like, scan everything in this area, scan everything in this area. So... If you're a perfectionist, you want to complete all the challenges, you know, you really got to keep an eye out. And there'll be like a little orange circle on something if you can scan it. Yeah, with a little plus sign in it. But they are easy to miss. Like there's obvious ones, like you'll walk in and be like, all right, there's something to scan. But if you just look like that, you're not going to find all of them. You have to really dig around. And also with your tool too, there's some challenges that use them like to read... There's like, I don't want to give entries, but there's one point where you're reading journal entries. Mm-hmm. In order to access the journal entry, you have to shock it. Yeah. And then you also have like repair droids that you can put in your inventory, which is on your chest. You have like this huge. It, it gives it's you a, a ton of inventory uh, space. Yeah. It, it's a small pouch, but a huge inventory. Yep. So you can grab your chest and you open it and there's your inventory. And you can find all these different types of little, little mini repair droids that you can throw and then they'll follow you and shoe and, you know, different they're the ones same, do. They're the same little ball droid that Luke was practicing. Mm-hmm. The little training droids. Yeah. Yep. But, but they'll, they work for you now. <laughs> and there's like a shield one. There's, there's a bunch of different, different a ones. A bomb one, shield yep. one, laser one. But sometimes they'll get damaged and then they'll come to you kind of like almost crying and droid. Smoking and yeah. sparking. You got to yeah. whip out your little utility tool, go to the electricity <laughs> side, fucking shock it to reopen it. So the the utility tool is actually really cool the way that they use it to integrate all throughout the game with loot, you know, advancing through the plot, interacting with your little companion, little guy. So, and then uh, the last button on your wrist is a little arrow marker thing that'll tell you where to go to point in the direction. And you don't realize how valuable this little thing on your wrist is, those three buttons, Mm. until you do one of the tails where you're the Jedi or I-88 or one situation that I'm ah, in, in one of the DLCs that you're just, you're in disguise, I'll say, and you don't have it on your wrist. It's like all the points in the game that I didn't have it. I missed it a shit ton. Really? Yeah. A hundred percent. Just having the waypoint arrow. Like it's, it, it's cool. Yeah. Some of the things that you have to accomplish to audible is pretty important. Because the locations of certain things are audible, and you'll hear them. Mm-hmm. I don't I'll, want to give away what it is. Yeah, I'll say that this is a game that listen to the dialogue, yeah. because sometimes what they give you in the mission objective is like not exactly... Like, if, if you're not paying attention, you're just like, I'll just read my journal to know what to do. You can miss it. Sometimes it'll be like, C-3PO will say a line, mm-hmm. and it's like, you. that's very important for where to go next. So if you're just spacing out... It happened to us early in the game. Where we thought that we almost thought that there was a glitch because yeah. we couldn't find where to go because we were talking during party chat during the story. Yeah. And during that moment, I was like, I, I was like looking at my journal. I was like, it's not really can't figure it out. But if we had just shut the fuck up and listened, we, we would we would have known. Yep. So I knew at that point. Anytime there's story, <laughs> you know, we can be in a party chat, but if there's story going on, we got to listen because 
it's actually important for the gameplay. Yeah, they didn't. I don't think uh, some of the cutscenes I thought were a little long, but a little it redundant. All, yeah, it all adds to the the Star Wars experience. Yeah, to the whole again, the whole end game, and it makes me sad that there was an end game. Mm-hmm. I guess, but which at the end of the game when you beat it, you can still go explore and do it. But sure. there's there's not that much replayability there when when you beat the game it's it's done for somebody like me and you looking for that star wars experience it's done at the end of the the missions yeah the only the only pain i suffered when i finished it was you know okay i only i legit only had a a handful of challenges left to do um like this game's like it's gonna be over over i don't think i don't think i want to sit through the whole no i wouldn't replay the story again yeah, I'd may- maybe an individual mission or a tale like well, yeah, IDA, and, and but- what's cool is, and you know, I don't want to crap on the replayability too bad, but they do give you anything, any mission you start or whatever, you can go back and play it again. So mm-hmm. there's a missions tab. You know, you want to you want to play the assassin droid, nothing but that all day long, then go for it. But you know, it's no. maybe like a twenty minute mission. Well, what's sad about the game ending? It was it, it's that it's like so. The core game itself, as the the repair technician, it it was fun doing the missions. Like mm-hmm. I had fun. You know, you could argue that the the gameplay maybe could be repetitive with combat as a repair technician because it's a shooter. At at a certain point, it's going to be enemies pop out. You shoot them. More and you know you explore. More enemies come out. You shoot them. You know, uh, but the actual gameplay as the repair technician was fun. I didn't want it to end. I wanted more missions. The gameplay as the Jedi was a shit ton of fun. That could have been a whole game. They could take that yeah, gameplay that they that's made. That's real short lived. Mm-hmm. The tales, the tales as the Jedi really aren't long, but they made they made it. Like you use the Force, you use your lightsaber, you have some combat in it. They could take that that they made and release a whole game with just that gameplay. It was so good. And then the same thing applies for I eighty eight. Like that gameplay. If they made an i88 game and released it, I would buy it. It w- it it was so much fun. So like when the game ends, you're like, ah, it, it just seems like so much potential. And it's like I just wish that there was more. I would I would pay ten more dollars for another DLC with more tales, you know, more missions. I or I would pay freaking twenty five bucks for a, a i88 game. You know, it's like the the game play itself is so good you don't want it to end. No, I definitely definitely agree with that i mean i guess you know they say you know leave people wanting more mm-hmm. so if, if people are going to play the game and be like you and i about it and be like but i want more then you probably did your job good yeah but i mean i'll still argue you know in the don't end go it, into this thinking you're getting 10 hours of content because you're not no I mean, you're gonna you get just, eight at the high end I, at the high it's man, realistically six yeah i'm five or six mm, I, yeah Five or six is fair. For me, it was six. I think six or seven. Um, and you know, and I, I'd probably have to gig a little. Well, I, and I know I do on the um, just some of the repetitiveness. And 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 again, I mean, I'm and I'm taking. I'm not taking away from the environment or the the actual game. You know, the game element, but it's like there's some repetitiveness to it that you can't ignore. I guess mm-hmm. like you already know. No matter what words come out of anybody's mouth, I am going to go and I'm going to shoot enemies, whether they're pirates or stormtroopers or mm-hmm. whatever the case. 
where they got me was when they jumped to the Jedi shit. Mm -hmm. And now this is the first time you get to experience using a lightsaber, getting a like little taste of the force. And then further on as you take your, I don't, I don't I guess I don't want to spoil it cause I don't, they don't really advertise it as part of being the Jedi, but that whole experience you have as a Jedi, that's fun, but kind of short lived. You know, I'd, I'd love to see more of that. Mm -hmm. Not I, necessarily how they have it, but kind of like you were saying, you have the engine for it. So yeah, make a whole game for it. You don't even have to really, I understand like the lightsaber was cool, dude. Yeah, dude, you said it yourself. You spent like a minute just sitting there. Just I held it, it right on, near my face, off. turning it on and off in awe that, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, let's be, I, and you know, other games have lightsabers, but they're not Star Wars lightsabers no, by any means. And they don't have the polish. By any means. And uh, you feel it in every part of this game, there's polish. Like, even just open, just that, the, turning the on. The detail in, in that one part where you see your lightsaber mm -hmm. in all its forms, I'll say. Yep. Um, that is mind-boggling. And the way they have you use the Force, you know, I can understand it why works. maybe they wouldn't want to just release another DLC for $10 and they go, hey, look. We could get 40 for... Or rather sell a $25 game, $30 game, whatever. But so do it, you know, like absolutely. Like the gameplay on it was so good. For me, I didn't run into too much of a repetitive feeling, but that could be because of the order I did my missions because I did a bunch of the main quest and then, you know, by the maybe by the point that it would have been repetitive staying as a repair technician, spent a lot of time as the... Not a lot, but, you know, some time as the Jedi. And then I went back. I did a little bit more as the repair technician doing the dlc and then i ended with i-88 i think maybe if i did a, a longer continuous time without any of the the tails in between to break it up i, I might have run into a repetitive feel but i think just by chance the way that i did the missions i think uh it stopped a little bit of that feel you know yeah no it gave me a little bit of that medal of honor feeling mm -hmm. we you knew what was coming next yeah there's no surprise mm -hmm. we're we're <laughs> Where it kind of sways me in the happier direction is like, okay, so, I mean, a core element is obviously the fighting, and all the mechanics do work. I mean, they, they work well, great. Sound effects are great. Visuals are great. But some of the things that you discover and find kind of make it worth it. Mm -hmm. So even though, like, I might have ran into something and been like, oh, my God, you know, this is just... And again, I think I even told you, I'm like, there was one point where I was like... Eh, my brain thinks this is kind of repetitive, but then they might throw something out there to to kind of pique your interest and get you like what they did with Yoda. Yeah, but I think that they're they're able to get away with this so so much easier because it's Star Wars. Too. It's Star Wars. Like yeah. my brain is so satisfied. You hand me a lightsaber, I'm fucking entertained for five minutes to do nothing. I had nothing. I needed to do nothing other than hold it and just yeah. I don't, turn it on, turn it off, turn it on, turn it off. I don't think that there's any. I want a damn lightsaber, right? That's Dude, always been like, come well, on. You, you finish this game going, I want a whole... All right, great. Uh, in my opinion, I finished it going, great, awesome, fun Star Wars experience. Now mm -hmm. give me a game in this game engine because it was so great. Give me a game as a Jedi and give me a game as I-88. <laughs> that's, my, that's my ending experience, my selfish consumer experience. You know, it's like, man, to put in all that work, like designing the I-88 experience for it to only be 20 minutes, it's like, just, you know... Ah, yeah, I I mean, it was good. It, 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 it's fun, though. But I don't think that there's any other series of games that could get away with wowing me so easily. Like you, I like Harry Potter, but you couldn't hand me a Harry Potter wand and I'd be like, 
woo for 20 Excited. minutes. You hand me a lightsaber, I'm sitting there going, you know, I'm opening and it, just looking for things to slash. Like, I don't know. I'm so You show me Yoda, I'll sit there, my mind will be blown. Yeah, you know, imagine Yoda. if they had Boba Fett walk up to you, or you go you go in an older story, you meet Obi-Wan, or just seeing these old iconic characters in you Star Wars. Wanted, uh, you wanted Jabba the Hutt? Yeah. Well, no, I didn't want Jabba the Hutt. I wanted a Hutt. Uh, a Hutt. Didn't because, have to be Jabba. Because one of the, the missions take you off of Batu. Not you, the technician. I don't want to give, again, too much spoilers, but basically you play on Nar Shada, which I was a big fan of Knights of the Old Republic. So Knights of the Old Republic 2 featured Nar Shada. That's a, a very crime, you know, ridden planet. It's pretty much all all Pirates and badasses. And thugs. And, and they thieves. reference in it with some funny humor. You know, at one point when you're the droid and you're just murking through, there's one guy and he's like, hey, you know, you're killing all my guards. Like, it's it's a tough market hiring these people on <laughs> Nar Shada. Which, if you don't know Star Wars lore, it's just kind of a funny comment, whatever. But, like, you know, you know Nar Shaddaa. It's, it's a criminal. Like, that's funny. Like, obviously, it is a competitive market hiring criminals because it's nothing, nothing but, but criminal criminals. underlords yeah. and stuff. It, that, that's <laughs> hilarious. Uh, but there's a lot of huts on Nar Shaddaa because huts are often invi- involved in the criminal underlord and, you know. But if you don't know what hut is, it's like Job of the Hut, the big, yeah. big slug big guy. Big slug. So, as soon as I nar- saw Nar Shaddaa, I was like, oh, man, am I going to come face to face with a hut? I wanted to see a hut. In this, uh, in real pers- perspective, and just because of how good they do all the character models, like you yeah. got to give them a lot of credit for that. When it's when it's an iconic character or something that they want to emphasize, like it, it, Yoda's the best example. You look at Yoda, your mind's blown. If I could have seen a hut, I probably would have stared at him for ten minutes. I will definitely not knock them for any any visuals at all. Yeah, they hit the wow factor good. The, yeah, the the sound, the sound, the visuals. The attention, the detail. I mean, when I saw C three PO, the first thing I did was like, "I'm gonna, I gotta really look at him." You yeah. know, I've never stood in front of C three PO in person like that, dude. How fucking cool was it? Like when you get R two D two, yeah, dude. I love R two D two. Yeah, that's he's one the of the most iconic characters in Star yeah, Wars. He's the shit. He's the little buddy. Come on, man. And then you're seeing him, and you're like, you know, what's the first thing that I thought? What? I was like, wow, he's a little taller than I thought. <laughs> I was like, good for you, good for you, R2. You know, you're not to be messed with, you know? That's, I l- that's what's cool about VR is they can put things into the a perspective. scale and a perspective. Yeah. It's like when you do a Vader Immortal and you go face-to-face with Darth Vader. It's like they put Darth Vader super tall. It's intimidating. Oh, man. I, 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 I just that's what you that's what you'd expect. Yeah, right? so yeah. it's like Larger R2 comes life. out and it's like he looks like a droid. They have the dirt. He's, you know, he's an older, older droid. You know, he's not, you know, sparkling, shiny anymore. Ah oh, man, they just they did a great job, and I don't think that there's any other series that, for me personally, could get away with just showing me these character models and these worlds no, and just it's, you, and, and sell me. It's cool. I mean, with the how old Star Wars is now, I guess one could argue, hey, they didn't need to put any iconic characters into it at no. all. But to me, there's certain certain faces and yeah things that are just you know that's what you really want to expect. Well, there's kind of a damned if you do, damned if you don't problem that they get stuck in where like uh, you had said, you know, off air, we were talking a little bit about this and you had said that you really wish that there was the the classic cantina music because that's like one of the best, one yeah. of the best, one of the best songs in it. And the first thing that popped in my mind was I absolutely agree. Without a doubt, I wish that song was in there. But you know, if they put that song in there, there would have been a large group of people saying, you know, this is uncre- in, uncreative. You're not coming up with new music. You're just, you know, you're just trying to appeal to 
Yeah, so or classic, it's not, blah, blah, blah. Or that band that played in so, that cantina. And, uh, yeah, sadly, if they did over the top and the game was all about seeing classic characters, me, I would love it. In the same way that if they played the classic cantina music, I would love it because I don't have a problem with getting these, you know, because VR is still so new. It's like, yeah, give us these classic experiences in VR. Why not if they don't exist yet? Um, but if the game was nothing but, you know, you see Chewbacca, then you see there'd yeah, be a large. I, I, oh, I wanted Chewie. So bad, but there'd be a large percentage of people that would be like, it's an unoriginal story. You're just, you know, you're taking the easy way out, which I say, if I can take the easy way out, give me these classic, you know, put me on the the Millennium Falcon, you know, give me Chewbacca. Let me see all these people. But uh, so it's kind of, it's tough. They're, they're, they're stuck where there's people want new experiences, but then you have people like me too that are also like, ah, fucking give me the classics. And they do a good job appealing to both audiences in this game. I actually, it, it had me wondering, like, how cool would it be if they could actually take a Star Wars movie, and I'll say the first movies that came mm-hmm. out, just because of my age, um, and just reported it all to a VR experience, mm-hmm. to where, you know, you get to fight, and, you know, you're playing, well, the, you're playing the characters. Well, kind of on to that, uh, not not exactly. Many moons down the road from now, of course, but well, I'd, I'd love to see, because Usually the movies have the best experiences, and if you could have that movie quality element in VR, then then that's I mean I'm that's a wrap, folks. Well, something I, I'm I'm real excited to see, and you know people can say you know length of game, everything like this. At this point in time, Star Wars has two big titles on the Oculus Quest store. Mm-hmm. Now both struggle a little bit in length. That's Vader Immortal with Episode One, Episode Two, Episode Three, and then. Tales of Galaxy's Edge. And uh they you know, people bitch at the the cost, you know, the total cost of the three episodes of Vader Immortal or the cost of Tales of Galaxy's Edge for the content and then the length, you know, whatever. But they're investing in VR early. Like this is a major title with one of the biggest, you know, fanboy followings in the world, Star Wars, and they're not waiting for VR to get big. Like they're on VR now, and I love to see that. So if any IP is going to, you know, be ahead of the ball in, in releasing these type of immersive VR wow, experience, it's Star Wars. You know, you're not seeing Disney, like... baby. Yeah, you're not seeing, you know, uh, a bunch of Spider-Man or Marvel or uh, Harry Potter or other, other, you know, major series aren't investing in VR in the same way Star Wars has. I would be very surprised if this is the last Star Wars experience we come to, see come to Oculus. No, it shouldn't be. No, it's no, it's, it's like no, and because they didn't give you enough of the the whole Jedi experience. And when you when you look at from Vader Immortal to Tales of Galaxy Edge, you know they're again they're they're going for a little bit different niche, but it's it's like they're improving. They're improving significantly. I'm I'm, I'm glad to see them investing so heavily in VR and Oculus early. You know, not not waiting for you know oh it's this news article is covering it. No, they're 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 in. They're no, fully in. I mean, you look at the players involved in this game, and it's like, so you got Lucas, mm-hmm. you got the studio that's been around since the late seventies, mm-hmm. the 80s. ILM X yeah. Lab, all their their. You got Disney, who's been in VR since before people even knew they were doing VR. Look, you know, you, Disney had you using VR. You have Oculus Studios cooperating yep, with them. They directly. got their hands in them. I'm telling you, the, I, I see those credits. I see Oculus Studios executive producer Mike Doran. I'm like, oh man, you know dude, the game's gonna have a, a special polish to it, and it feel and you see it. 
with the, but I'll make the argument too with 300 freaking employees working yeah, on should, anything. I, you know, it, I look at some of the games that, that we've talked to and it's a studio of four and it's mm-hmm. a freaking amazing game. And then my brain goes, well, okay, what could that guy have done with 300 people mm-hmm. and that kind of budget? You know, so I mean, well, what is, you, is a great game that had 300 people working on it really a great game when somebody who had five work on his put out a product that's, that's per pound probably better? So I, I would. That's just, a good point, but I, I think it's impossible it really to do matter? anything Star Wars. You could have no. You could have somebody dress up in a stormtrooper <laughs> outfit and walk down the street, and they would play credits for it, and it would have uh, two hundred people just because it's Star Wars. Star you know? Wars, yeah. You know, so, no, well, these, some, some was... of the times you go through the credits, and there's a whole block of those credits that are all just LucasArts people, and it's like, hmm, did every single one of those people do something on this game, or is it you know just? Because it's Lucas Arts, so you got to put it. And they're big names, so it, there's partially that. But I get what you're saying as well. It's like, yeah, it should yeah, be a damn so good it, experience just, for that many people working on it. Hundred million percent. But I do understand why it's you know twenty five dollars base game, and then ten dollars for the DLC. It's like there's a lot of people yeah, who just, worked on it, you know, and it's a major type. You know, you can't expect to get Star Wars full fledged games for ten bucks because it's Star Wars. Like they have to license the name. There's so much going dude, on. They could have, you know, I think the smart move for them would have been. They should have. I don't know what conversation took place that ever said, "Hey, let's release the game basically unfinished." Feeling, yeah, sell it for thirty five dollars on day one. Yes, and just be like, "Here's the complete game for thirty four ninety nine." Yeah, I agree one hundred percent on that. I mean, you can sell games for forty dollars on Oculus. It's and, no problem. And the Star Wars name alone carries enough weight with me that spending forty dollars is yeah. not a big deal. And I, I almost Star Wars. Yeah. It's, I got to try it. And they, they can get away with a little bit more just because it's Star Wars. So. How's this? What about a... <laughs> this would be so freaking cool. Just nothing but a space fighting game. Star Wars space fighting. TIE Fighter and X-Wing. Mm-hmm. They, have that, they have that in PC VR. I'm, I'm talking, talking about poor, poor man VR. I agree. You know, I agree 100% VR. on you. I agree with that statement 100%. Working yes. man VR. Yes, they, they, they should. And now check this. Imagine a Jedi game, yeah. right? Okay, in space, in spaceships... You know, dog fighting in space, absolutely, without a doubt, I agree. Yeah. But ma- also imagine a game where you're a Jedi, right? In VR, high def graphics, um, like they had in Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, they have you sit or go into the Jedi Council, and you're just in a meeting, and just imagine that dialogue experience, that immersion. You know, you're sitting in a meeting there, and there's all everybody in the Jedi Council, like, yeah. dude, on Coruscant. You know, you're just like, dude, oh my god, there's so much potential. I would, I, yeah. I mean, it's easy to, I guess, to say here with no money to put on the table, you know, they yeah. should do this and they should yeah, do that. It's and like that for anything. You those can always... 300 people, I don't care whether they handed over a paperclip or actually spent 50, 100 hours, you know, typing code. It's like each one of them's a paycheck. Mm-hmm. That's oh, a I... lot of freaking people. Yeah. So I can understand the price tag for it. Yeah. I'm right? not, I, was, I will not, I'm, but... I don't have no complaint over the price. I have, you know, the only complaint I'd have is the way they released it initially mm-hmm. took them down a, a path with, I mean, all right, listen, yeah, it sucks. if, the if you're going to release a, a game and it's got the name Star Trek in it, it better be fucking good. If you put Star Wars on a game, it better be fucking good. It's just the way it is. It's like, there's an expectation that people are hardcore for certain franchises. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you mentioned Harry Potter. Not I don't my, know why not, they're not in VR. Not right now. my cup of tea. But I don't know but why. But if they, they had a, a Quidditch game or whatever, um, 
You know, people yeah. are going to have an expectation. Or a spell dueling game. And you do these people wrong, it's going to be a little brutal. And, you know, in their defense, I don't know if the DLC, I don't know the whole story, man. Yeah. I just know how it released and how it came together. It started a little ugly. Well, and then when the DLC dropped, even some of those old bad stars were changed to higher stars. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, it feels complete now. But yeah. I kind of have a moral thing. And look, I'm, I I love this game. I had a great experience with Star it. Wars. Just, you know, take but, an extra week, whatever morally and fundamentally i downloadable content to me dlc mm-hmm. is supposed to be additional content for the end of the game dlc isn't supposed to finish the game yeah it well and that was the complaint the majority had is so the game I, feels unfinished i agree with what your statement 100 yeah. sell it no dlc 135 dollar game wait till it you know just it's better like that dlc is not supposed to finish the game dlc is supposed to be additional content continuation of the game yeah yeah like 100%. you have that option, you buy the game to play it and potentially finish it, and then if you want to have extra things to do, then that's when you can get DLC. Yeah. But you're not in this case. You're kind of, and and we said it at the start. You know, you have to get yeah. the DLC. 100%. If you buy this game for twenty four ninety nine, you're gonna fire off an email to one of us and be like, "You guys are jerks." No, get the DLC. Spend the thirty five. Yeah. So it just. In hindsight, I would argue they should have just released it as one block and respect the fact that you know and i think it, it is over to look and i don't know why anybody never thought you know hey are these star wars fans passionate <laughs> you know did anybody even ask that question there's certain things that you're just not going to be allowed leeway on and an unreleased or unfinished feeling or unfinished feeling game experience with yeah. the the star wars name on it is not going to sit well with the community no but, but Having played it today, completed with DLC, yes, you have a a fun Star Wars experience. You if you're a Star a Wars good fan, start to finish that should give you enough of you know and uh, enough flavoring for your appetite mm-hmm. for the Star Wars brand. And like you said, some old schools. You got people like me who are like, I ain't fucking CCPO. I'm pissed. You know? Well, no, that's me too. Like, I I want these classics, but I do know Which there's a lot of people. Happy, by the way. Yeah, I, I do know that there's a lot of people who, if, if they only, if they tried to like milk that, yeah, people no, would be I, like, oh, and they're I, not doing anything creative. I think the way or... you said it was was perfect. If you know, it's a damned if you do, damned if you don't. So I think they did. Listen, they did a great job balancing I, that. I wanted to see Darth Vader more than I want to see Darth Vader more than I want to see Yoda. And mm-hmm. the closest you get in this game is like the hologram, a little hologram. And he he is in Vader Immortal, but I will say graphically, Vader Immortal is not on the level of Tales of Galaxy Edge. It's These still, were some of the best graphics. On the Quest 2? I've ever seen for the 100%. They work some magic with this one. Again, I mean, you get... I know, I know, I know. Some people are going to be like, you know, I I can already hear it probably from one, but, you know, it's like, well, you're being biased. And it's like, well, you know what, man? If you buy a Ferrari, right? It says Ferrari on it. You have an expectation. So Mm -hmm. don't, don't put Lucas' name on anything. Don't. Look at the voice actors. Yeah, they're they're yeah, they're yeah. the real deal voice actors. Oh, okay. Look, it, what you're saying is you go eat at a a Michelin star restaurant. Correct. Your expectation is that it's like a before damn you good even experience. walk in the door. Yeah. So you're and saying it says Lucas Arts. It has Oculus yes. Studio. It, yes. The expectation is that you're going yeah. to be a yeah. damn good your, experience. Your your standard of value yeah. before even turning it on is that it's going to be a a Correct. polished, Correct. fun, yeah. you don't immersive go to a five star restaurant and. Mm-hmm. Walk in the door going, well, you know, if we got to wait and the food sucks, it sucks. Yeah. 
Like, no, that you, you, you know, and yeah, Star Wars. I, I, get, and, I get what you're saying. And I, I threw Star Trek in there because that's another, um, that's another brand that just, you just don't mess with in a negative way because you're going to, I mean, their own fans argue with each other over, mm-hmm. you know, next gen, new gen. And it looks like their Star Trek game on the quest. Yeah. I don't, it got delisted. It's off the store. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, I, mean, I, don't I remember. Know, I, don't know I that, wanted I don't, it a long time ago. And I don't you know if that's me a, out of it. I don't You're know if like, that's no, a. Li- I don't know if that's like a licensing expiring thing, though. I don't know the semantics about. It. I, don't, I don't know everything. All I know is, is I never bought it because you you were the one who turned me on to the fact that like people yeah, aren't going to want to play with you if you're on a quest too. You're on the reviews, and nonetless, different game though. You want to get into our same the same passionate fans. So I'm just saying, you know, if you're going to put Star Wars on it, it's it should be high quality. Do it complete. I, you know, I have, and, and thank God, I'm, I mean, I'll admit it, they nailed it with the, the visual mm-hmm. expectation. They exceeded my expectation with the visual quality. Yeah. Didn't think that was, like some of the worlds that I don't believe are open worlds that you do, they're visually stunning. Yeah, the, the, the whole environment. Okay. But, but you wanna, I you digress. Want, you you want to get into our, our final thoughts and everything? Up about Star Trek <laughs> and other shit. No, 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 I mean... No, yeah, we can do reviews. Yeah, so uh, and also real quick before we do that, I I always like to beg right before our final reviews and stuff like that. So if you've been enjoying this episode, you know, be sure to subscribe, rate us five stars on whatever platform. You know, Apple Podcasts, whatever, Spotify. They it have helps. A, they have a, a rating feature on Spotify now too. So whatever you listen on, subscribe, mm-hmm. uh, five stars. Also, you know, go join our official, you know, Rough Talk VR online communities of our subreddit, which you can find the link of in our show notes, either at roughtalkvr.reddit.com or reddit.com slash r slash roughtalkvr as well you can find the link for our discord discord server you know join two ever-growing you know podcast com- some fun things going on and yeah i just discord. got i got my ass kicked yeah last weekend took a beating took a real bad week beating in a, a game that we've reviewed before iron lights yep yep i got to spectate it. it's cool they give you a third-party spectator yeah, we had our first ever Rough Talk VR Iron Lights Championship. I was pretty confident going in. We yeah, had beat. a gentleman, Goose, and he beat my ass. It was good to watch, though. Yeah, I'm thinking maybe we set up a tournament. But, you know, we've been talking about fitness challenges. We run giveaways, you know, so definitely go join our online communities. A lot of fun there. As well, you can find the links for our sponsors and our, you know, podcast support page of our Buy Me a Coffee page, which you can donate to the podcast directly. I always like to joke. I know their impression might be that we're you know, got a nice professional full-time studio and all day we're making podcasts, gaming, and this is our, our full-time gig. But unfortunately, that's not the reality. So if you want to help make that, you know, the case and, you know, improve the quality of content coming your way, you know, through videos and other such things, you can donate directly to the podcast there, either with a one-time payment or a monthly recurring. Whatever you want. Yada, yada. Whatever all right. You want. I think that's enough with the... You know what I thought about before we go to the score though? What? When, um, when I was doing the Jedi thing, and I was thinking, like, oh boy, it would be cool to if a side game separate from this because this game's complete, it's finished, mm-hmm. yada yada. It's like, oh, it'd be cool to have like a almost like an Iron Lights, but Jedi form. Yeah, dude, there's so much potential with Star Wars. In so VR why don't that... they just pick up the dev from Iron Lights <laughs> yeah. and, and make it Star him, Wars? Give him access to 299 people because he's already got the fight yeah. dynamics yeah. down. Look, honestly, if I was... How cool would that be, dude? If Star I was, Wars championship tournaments? If like I was... for real? Dude, if I was LucasArts, I would be oversaturating Ooh. the quest story. Now, I would release a Star Wars racing game, a Star Wars multiplayer game, 
Star Wars competitive shooter. You sent I me a message the other night, Lego Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, I would release Lego Star Wars. I <laughs> Which would I'm release, not a huge fan I would of the Lego Star, franchise Star Wars I would Wars release thing, a but... Star Wars MMO. If I was LucasArts, I would say, here's the checks. Who are the developers? Like, let's let's oversaturate no, I the mean, market. For all we know that this was really just a, all right, you know, we'll shut up Harold in the office who mm-hmm. keeps talking about this VR crap on or, Oculus. And we'll give him a little, we'll just give him a little bit to work with, mm-hmm. see what he can do. 300 people cut it for you. Yeah. Okay. You get support from Oculus directly as well. You know, let's see what you can. Or and then they go, oh shit. Wow. People actually really do. No, want- I, I think it's that, I think that they've been sold on VR internally at LucasArts and Disney for yeah, some time. They, for dude, over and a decade. I, I think that they're, you know, I'll give them a lot of props for, for getting in early. You know, I, not, this is not, where Disney's got it smart because, mm-hmm. and again, if I was them, I'd be boom every well, yeah, genre. And this all this all ties into their theme park experience with the Star Wars thing, anyways. Yeah, so like, it even says it in the description. Yeah. It's like based off the environment shown at the Star Wars. Yeah, so you've been to Disney World and and uh, Disneyland, and you've mm-hmm. seen the Star Wars experience. Then just that in itself, if you're like, oh man, you know, this will quiet my kid up for a little while. Yeah. But yeah, going to the ratings. I just, it's again, it's Star it, it's, Wars. It excites it, it, me. I'm happy. I'm, you feel like a little kid playing it. And again, even like Seaslack, who's not an iconic character by any means, he's made dude, for this game. Um, he's, I'm 50 years old and it instantly brought me back to a, a childhood feeling. Yeah. You know, certain like smells bring back memories yeah. or certain sounds or whatever. But I felt you, you sounded so giddy with excitement. Just pure nostalgic. Mm-hmm. Even though a lot of it's new for the, yeah. the person who likes the older Star Wars, it's still just feeling like i was actually part of it and there was that was good yeah that was really good they did it they did a great job like i said made me happy man balancing new experience and that classics you know nostalgic star wars feeling all right right. but anyways so nonetheless so you know in case this is your first time listening to this podcast we break our review categories into four different categories and we rate them each on a scale of one to 25 with a total of each four categories being the final score so we have gameplay aesthetics functionality and replayability so i'll start with gameplay i'm going to give them a clean 25 on gameplay because i had a great time just exploring i had a great time just shooting uh you know the environments are you know that's that's a little bit more to aesthetics but the environments are diverse in the way that they look uh there's a lot of different things to explore search loo optional you can do a speed run you can do extra uh the gameplay might get repetitive as the repair technician but uh, there's a couple times in the story that you know, things get a little different, just that itself. And then also for the tales that are pretty much a completely different, you know, game and experience. To me, there's enough variety and enough fun and it was smooth enough. And I, I just had enough of a blast to be able to give that a clean 25 on gameplay for aesthetics. I wish I could give them a, a 30 on this. They, they nailed the visuals. You know, it feels almost like a PC VR game on the quest too i can't explain they did so good with the environments uh the distance rendering even like things look beautiful in the distance uh there's a couple times where you're a jedi and you're, you're standing on a platform and you're just man it's beautiful the character models uh the 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 weapons themselves ah, aesthetics they deserve a, a perfect 25 it's it's not even arguable in my opinion uh functionality i i didn't have any glitches or anything like that it had a a very polished smooth feeling from start to end uh you know i always like to read the reviews on the quest doors of the games that we play and i saw some having some issues installing the dlc or 
getting it to load. Me personally, I did not have a single glitch or difficult. It, it, the game the game was smooth and functioned perfect. So I got to give them a twenty five on functionality. Replayability, sadly, I got to hit them with a ten. Um, that doesn't mean it's a bad experience by any means. If you're a Star Wars fan, if you like Star Wars. This is a must own in my opinion. Uh, but when it's done, you, you hit a wall, it's done. That's it. There's no, there's nothing to incentivize you to really play it again. Uh, there's, you know, I'll give them credit that they give you those challenges, but they're, they're, they're pretty repetitive challenges. It's just go explore and search this. And I, I don't know, there, there wasn't enough post game in general to, to, to justify anything more than a 10 in replayability. So 25 for gameplay, 25 for aesthetics, 25 for functionality, but 10 for replayability. I have to give them an 85, but you know, 85 out of hundred is amazing. It can only be 15 points better. You know, it, the game's a, a great experience. If you're a star Wars fan must own, you know, 35 bucks well spent. Awesome experience. I had a blast from start to end, uh, with both the new experiences, you know, the, seeing the classics, people, the music, the environments, you know, using a lightsaber, being a droid, I don't know. It was worth every penny to me. If you're not a Star Wars fan, it's probably just going to feel like a short experience. But, you know, so. 85. 85. Okay. If I did my math right, because, you yep, know, I'm you always did. scared of it. And one time I did my math wrong. And, nope, and I you did. Know. All right. So as a lifetime lover of the franchise, I can't even tell you how many little action figures I used to have. It's not even funny. How many dreams of playing the game like this you had as a little kid? <laughs> not even funny. Well, you know, when you're a little kid, and that's why it's kind of crucial, and I'm happy that I discovered Star Wars when, you know, it first popped and I was a little kid, because you still have that imagination where you can play with a figure and, you know, shit's real. That was your VR back then, you know? It's like you had to put yourself in there as whatever I want, whatever, but... No, I'm, I've always been a lover of Star Wars. Anything that seems to have its name on it, they seem to try. There's been a few occasions where games in the history of the Star Wars game making, but even the first coin-op Star Wars game way back in the day was the shit. It was just awesome. It was one where you could like sit down in the ship. But anywho, so for this particular one, gameplay, I, I give it a 20. I'm, you know going to take all my biasm out of this. That's even a word. Um, there's some repetitiveness to it that I just, once it kind of fell into my head that way, I, you know, it was like, all right, I already know. doesn't matter what anybody tells me I got to do or don't do. Um, still fantastic though. Aesthetics, some of the best graphics I've visually experienced overall on the quest to, and and can't say shit about it. There was even a couple of where just the, the background scenery is so damn impressive looking. It's like they did a good job with the worlds and locations. Um, not to mention the, the physical detail of, you know, some of the old friends you happen to see. So aesthetics, 25 functionality. I, you know, me too. I had no glitches, no nothing. I, I did see some people had problems with DLC. All I know is I installed my game. It said, do you want to install DLC? I said, yes. It said, okay. And I, I played, um, you know, shit happens. But for me personally, and I know for you as well, there was no issues. So 25, I, I, I was trying to explore places that you can't even go to. And that's where the game's kind of a little weird too, is like, you're not going places you're not supposed to in this game. 
So that's one of my challenges of open world. But replayability, harshest one I got for him is a 10. I played it. I really liked it. But why would I go back? That's the thing. It's not, you know, it's kind of why I came up with, oh, it'd be better if it was the actual movie and you played in the movie because you will watch a movie again and if you could partake in it. But it's not, we're not exactly at that level of gameplay yet. I mean, if, if there was some other element, some new DLC or something, I'd go a little higher online. I don't know, you know, but it it just is what it is. So overall, they get an 80. I'm, I would agree a thousand percent. If you're a star Wars fan, you, you hate yourself for not playing this because it's that damn fun. Um, to me, just the nostalgic feeling and that like, you know, like I'm a little kid again, made it, made it so much worth it. You know, I had no part in playing this that I ever think like, Oh man, you know, you got work tomorrow or, you know, it, it really did a great job in, um, just bringing back that feeling of youthful freedom, I guess, when you're just a, a little guy. So hats off to them. They get an 80 for me, 85 from you. And, you know, I do hope we see more and they, they did throw a big chunk at it. And I think they did a good job. And in some areas it might sound like I'm being ultra critical, but I'm not, I mean, I believe anybody could play this and be like, no, that's fair. I played it. I enjoyed it, but I can't go lower than 10. Cause maybe, maybe someday there'll be a new challenge or something that, you know, or maybe they'll give you another mission, but I, th- I think the game's a wrap. Yeah. I, I couldn't go lower than 10 just cause they do give you those, even if they're maybe not the most replayable and fun, like they give you the challenges. If those didn't exist at all, it'd be yeah. a five. Yeah. But at least they gave something. You got to give at least a 10. Listen, I, I plowed through the actual main game and any remaining time was just on challenge shit, mm-hmm. finding shit. And like and you said, it's even replay eight. I ate one time. <laughs> what a Disney ticket's going to cost 200 bucks. You're going to stand in line for eight hours, get 15 minutes of, uh, no, of a VR experience, at least this. And it, I'll, there's some show off factor to this. If you finish the game, and then you can therefore choose, you know, whatever mission you want to mm-hmm. do. You're like, hey, yeah, you can bring a friend over. Yeah. Be like, go try out the I-88 mission. Yeah, you yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like, hey, have you ever played yeah. Star Wars in VR? Be like, no. So, I mean, it's a good, I think it's great for their franchise. It's yeah. just they need to, next time they come out of the gate, they need to be. Finished. Yeah. Yeah, don't do the DLC route because no. it's. It, it or if you're going to do the DLC route, do it like you said. Additional After a content. game has been completed. And, yes. Yeah, not, not to finish the game. That's. Yep. But not fair. If you like Star Wars, jeez, man. Must own. Must if you own. don't like Star Wars, Back it's probably away. not, probably no, not going to be I the game that sells you to it. wouldn't spend a penny on it. But if you like Star Wars, it's a must own. This yeah. was a, a freaking childhood it's dream a, it's experience. It's got some show-off factor to it. Yeah, I've, I've always wanted... When I think of VR, like, not, not now, now that I'm, you know, in it and I played it so much, but, you know, back in the day when I was always wanted to try vr it was always star wars was one of the first things star wars <laughs> and boxing were the two things that popped in my mind it's like the both. most fun so it's like you know this is a, a fulfilling a, a long long desire and it's like i like i said before I, I just hope they oversaturate the market with star wars you know give us a racing game give us a multiplayer game i want to do star wars co-op with you so imagine if we were both jedis dude i don't even, i can't even that's the star wars fighting game they're gonna have <laughs> I'm just start. That's yeah. not true. I just well, made that up. Well, one-on-one competitive is one thing, but a co-op game, you know, that yeah. I would, I, my goodness, it is not even funny. 
So I, I hope that I'm glad to see Star Wars in VR early, and I hope they keep pumping out these these titles. I hope that they, they're investing hard. We shall see. Let's see. Let's see. The future is bright for, for Oculus VR, I think, though. Mm-hmm. And I notice I'm saying Oculus. Mm. It's Oculus VR. Meta. Meta. It's MetaQuest. It's just, just an odd transition. I can't, MetaQuest I can't, to Oculus. Can't accept it yet. I'm holding on the, with the Oculus Never Die attitude, you know? But anyway, any, anything else you want to say on this? Nah, that was no. a fun one. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. I loved it. It was classic Star Wars. I think that there was, I will say, one mission that didn't feel very Star Wars-y to me. It was in the, the DLC. It just felt a little bit more sci-fi-ish. You know, one of you, the animals had like a something controlling him and it didn't feel like a star wars experience it felt a little bit more out there mm. but other than that you know <laughs> fucking and that's just me being a little critical right there it was for any star wars fan man great experience other than that uh hope you've enjoyed this episode and subscribe rate us five stars all that stuff and check us out next week have a good week